Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, March 1st edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, and I'm joined on Monday morning here by Big Marcel over there in the Netherlands. What's going on, Marcel? Hey, what's up, man? Glad to be back. Um, looking forward to talk some fights with you again, as always. You know, <laughs> every week, man. Every week, and uh, you know, I, 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 I want to get more people in here because we have some changes to make. You know, as far as the podcast goes, so maybe I'll wait, Marcel, a few minutes until like more people mm-hmm. jump in because um, there are some changes in the podcast. Positive changes, though. It's all positive. I should just start. You know, it is my podcast, so I took a full time job at BJPen.com, and. Uh, Tom Taylor, who's a really good friend of mine, he uh, moved on to uh, a great opportunity, and I'm really happy for him, and uh, it just made sense for me to take that job. So basically, really, to be honest, it, it seems like a, you know, a big deal, but it's not, not a huge amount of changes. I just really just get better hours right now. Instead of working evenings and weekends like I have for like pretty much the last 10 years, Marcel, I get to work during the day now a little bit more. Um, I'll still obviously be working in the evenings, but uh, it's more day hours now, so it's, it's great for me. Obviously, the only issue is the podcast is right now at 10 a.m. It can't be going forward. So it's unfortunate, guys. But, you know, that's just that's just the way it is, man. You know, and in the future, that could change again. But right now, I can't do it during the day because I have another responsibility that's paying my bills as well. I talked to Nick last night. I talked to Cole. I talked to Marcel. It's tough, man. I've been doing this podcast, I think, with Cole now for about two years, Marcel. Maybe, yeah, about two years. And Cole's did an incredible job. And seeing Cole progress from the guy he was on camera two years ago to, to who he is now, he has his own show now. He's interviewing Jan Blachowicz and all these, like, superstar fighters. And Cole's, he's not nervous anymore. He's great. I truly believe that doing the podcast with me has helped him and me. And we became such a great team together. It's really sad to say, but me and Cole can't be doing it together going forward because he also has responsibilities during that time. So it really breaks my heart, man, because I love Cole. Um, he will be able to jump on occasionally, but it just won't be every week. So, you know, Cole, I don't know if you're in the chat yet or whatever, man. You're going to see this. I just want to tell you, dude, how much you mean to me as a friend and as a podcast co-host. You helped so many people here, including myself, in the last two years. Just doing a great job with the show, man. Thank you so much, Cole. And uh, you're welcome anytime you know that. I've talked to you, Cole. You're welcome anytime to come back on. But, you know, that's that's the unfortunate part. The good thing is Marcel has agreed to come on Monday and Tuesday. So Marcel is going to be doing Monday and Tuesdays with me, guys, going forward. The time of the podcast has changed now. It's going to be 4 p.m. Eastern time, which is 10 p.m. Marcel time. I'm, I'm glad we're, we're going to be able to uh, help Marcel a little bit here as well. Thank you so much, Marcel, for, for doing this with me. I know the time is not ideal, but... It's just the only thing that works right now, guys. So it's going to be 4 p.m. Eastern time, Monday and Tuesday with me and Marcel. Monday will be the recap show. Tuesday will be the breakdown show. There's also a show on Thursday that I I want to continue doing as well at 4 p.m. But I'm thinking for that show to do like a rotating guest, to have a new guest every week, probably other journalists. But also I'm thinking maybe bring in some fighters and stuff too, you know, make it really fun. So I have some ideas, guys. I'm sorry that we have to change the time of the show. It's not ideal. I'm really sorry, Cole, that we're not going to be able to do it going forward. But that's just the way it is, guys. And, uh, you know, for me personally, this, this these are some really good changes in my life. This is the one thing that made me upset about everything. But I love Marcel, too. He's obviously an incredible analyst, guys. And, uh, Marcel, I'm looking forward to you, man. Thank you so much. And I'm welcome to the team again, Marcel. Seriously, like, it's going to be great doing it twice a week with you going forward, man. 
Yeah, for sure. Likewise, man. I told you uh, I love doing these shows with you. So, uh, yeah, man, it, it sucks. Cole won't be on as much as he was because he did a great job. I always uh, get some banter with Cole all the time. You know that, but uh, just some good fun. I, I love Cole. He's great. Um, yeah, man, you, you guys did, did always a great job. So uh, I always enjoy watching the show. So, um, yeah, th also thanks for the opportunity for me to come on all the time. So uh, I really appreciate it. Oh, and Marcel, we love you, man. I talked to Nick last night. He's a huge fan of your work. I think we all are, Marcel. You're one of the best analysts in the game. I truly believe that. And I'm really, really happy that uh, you're going to be coming on full-time, basically. Not full-time, but you know what I mean? Full-time, part-time. He's twice, Marcel, two hours a week, me and Marcel talking about the fights. I think you got... Everything I've heard from from people have said that they really like being him together. So it was a natural fit. I hit Marcel up as soon as you know me and Cole talked. But yeah, I'm I'm real, I'm gonna really miss Cole too. Doing it every week with him, man. Like it really does make me sad. You get so close to people when you work with them in this business. Um, and Cole, me and Cole are gonna be friends for the rest of our lives. I, I guarantee that he's gonna go on to bigger and better things. That kid, he's like you know one of the best guys already. He, wait till he's ten years in the in the business like me. But anyways, yeah. I mean, as far as the podcast, it sucks, but. Personally, guys, I, I mean, I'm the new editor and, and write, lead writer at BJ Penn. So for me, it's it's great news. And uh, like I said, the hours are better, Marcel. It's a, it's a slight raise too. So, I mean, everything's really going well right now. And I uh, just want to say thanks to all you guys. I know you're all supporters, so I appreciate it. I want to get to some comments right now. Tyler says, welcome back, Marcel. And Tyler also says, congrats on the big changes. I'm going to miss Cole, but the show must go on. Dude, exactly. And, you know, this has happened to me too. I, I used to do a podcast with James Lynch. We did it for like four, year, four years together, even twice as long as me and Cole did it. And eventually we had to stop doing it. Now, you know, a few years later, now we're going to start doing it again. I should mention that. So Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, 4 p.m. Eastern, that's when I'm planning on doing this podcast. On Wednesday at 4 p.m., uh, once a month with James Lynch, I'm going to be doing Parting Shot on his Patreon. That's the plan. Friday night at 7 p.m., Elite Fantasy, Elite Betting, I'm doing their podcast live 7 p.m. on Friday. So I have a podcast every day on Marcel, but that's the way I wanted it. I wanted that Marcel. I was pushing for it. I fought my ass off for this, and I'm excited to do it. And I appreciate all you guys because I know you're, like I said, big supporters of Marcel and myself. Um, Alexander Dorrington, wherever you do the content and grits are great. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. And I'm, like I said, I'm thinking about for Thursdays uh, to be bringing in other journalists um, and possibly some fighters to talk about the fights. I, I, I am worried a little bit about harassment if we do the live chat with the fighters, but you know, I'll just block people if that happens. None of these guys are going to say anything that are in the chat right now, but I do know that some people on Twitter will see that jump in and be trolls to the fighters. So if that happens, that, that's not going to happen under my watch, but that is something I'm thinking about, guys. I'm, I'm very open to ideas. I really hope the 4 p.m. Eastern time works for people. I know it's not super ideal, but I think it might be even better for some people in some ways. So just letting you guys know that. Now, Nick Westy says, two names I see every day on Twitter. Finally catching a podcast. Thanks to all you both. No, I appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, I think he has a question. Okay, let's start with this. Let's just get into it now. And again, if you guys have any questions about the podcast, the changes, any suggestions, advice, hopefully good advice, but if it's bad advice, whatever, <laughs> send it to me on Twitter. You know, you guys can always hit me up, so feel free to do that. But let's get into this show. So, Marcel, UFC Vegas 20. I'll be honest, mm. guys, this card kind of sucked. It wasn't a great card. And, you know, I was thinking about what to say about this card, Marcel. I'm not a hater. I like all the fighters. You know that. I like the UFC. But once in a while, you'll have a dud of a card. Just a fact. This card was not a great card, Marcel. One finish, and it was like a finish in the last 20 seconds. All the fights went the distance, basically. It wasn't the most exciting main event either. Listen, Gon fought good. He did what he needed to do. He got the win. I definitely thought he'd win this fight. He's the better MMA fighter. We saw that in this fight. He mixed it up better. One decision. I even said last week, guys, I, I think he could win a decision in this fight. But... 
it was a boring fight. I blame it more on Jorginho because he just didn't do anything, Marcel, but it was a boring fight. Dana White hated the fight, guys, just so you know. He did not have good things to say about Khan. They didn't give an extra bonus out, which is, I, I you know, I'll talk about that in a minute, but give me your thoughts on this, Marcel, because for me, it's like, yeah, Khan did what he needed to do. He looked good, but it was a boring fight, in my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, it wasn't a front friendly fight, right? But um, I think uh, Cyril Gunn did what he had to do. Like you said, he kept distance. He hit Jorginho with, with, with some shots, and uh, he kept the distance. You know, he knew that if Jorginho could close in and he could land the shot, he could put him put him away. You know, so um, I w- we have to take in mind that it's only the eighth professional fight of Cyril Gunn's career, and he's now probably in the top five, top six in the heavyweight division. So that's big, you know. And uh, I'm kind of disappointed in Dana White saying that uh, the, the kind of a disrespectful way he was talking about the fight and also about Jorginho. He's like, you saw what Francis did to him. Uh, well, I'm like, it's not like because Francis did it that everybody can do it, right? Because Francis has that, has that insane power, you know? And uh, Cyril Gan, it's only eight fights in his pro career. You know, he had some kickboxing experience, but still. Yep. And um, I mean, th- this is just a, a, a good... Uh, how do you say that? For me, it's a good performance from a young prospect against uh, a more established guy already in the division who showed that he got knockout power. Um, had a smart game plan, you know, wasn't fun to watch, but had a smart game plan, did that perfectly 150 45. I mean, we will see what what happens next time. But I mean, if you fight guys like Jorginho, like Derek Lewis, like Francis Ngannou, you got to have a game plan because if you close in, they can knock you out with one punch and even with a jab. So yeah, yeah, I agree. And I just completely forgot to mention the, the changes for the time for the podcast. That's not this week. It's going to either start next week or the week after. I'll let you guys know by the end of this week what's going to happen. But this week is all 10 a.m., just so people know. You know, Marcel, like I said, he did what he needed to do. And uh, here's a great comment from Marcus, one of my favorite guests. Here you go, Mar- Marcus. Uh, you got, I liked Cyril Gon's performance. And I hate Dana White's response to his performance. He fought smart and won. Unlike Curtis Blades, who did not fight smart and lost. Great point. Curtis went in there and started strike, staying and striking with Derek when he should have went for a takedown. In the first round, he got two complaints in the feet. Second round, sloppy takedown, got caught with the knockout. It happens. Oh. But, you know, Marcel, like, it's this. An, an inch, that's the margin of, of error in this game, an inch. And that's yeah. how you get knocked out. So I think he fought, he fought, like, to win. He fought to win. He fought not to lose, basically. Yeah. For sure, but high fight IQ here, man. In yes. your eight fight, if you fight like this, you see Blades didn't do it, and he paid for it. And uh, Cyril Gan, he did that perfectly for five rounds, you know. And, and we can say Rosenstruck didn't look as good as he did in, in previous fights. That's true. But still, it, it has to be uh, Gan who... Who did it just perfectly, you know? It wasn't entertaining, but for him it was... Uh, listen, if he lost this fight, he was back in the top top 10, top 15-ish kind of uh, uh, spot over there, and he would have he probably got somebody like Arlo, uh, Arlovsky or Olenik or some... Uh, like, like veteran guys who are literally almost on the way out, you know? Yep. He would have got these kind of guys. And uh, now with a win over Rosenstruck, he, he he's in in the in the top five. He yeah. can he might, maybe can fight Lewis. He can fight even Blades. You know, he can. It's just wide open. I, I was him, thinking, so, you know, know, what fight I was thinking, Marcel. I like the Volkov yeah. fight even more for. for yeah, me too. Me too. That's I I kind of prefer it over the Lewis fight. Not that the Lewis fight's bad because that makes a lot of sense too. But yeah. I'd rather see him fight Volkov. I I think this was a good fight by Gon, but I think he does need a little bit more seasoning. I don't think it's a bad thing for him to take a few more fights before he fights yeah, for the belt. And Volkov is a freaking monster. That's a tough fight, Marcel. He might get knocked out in that fight. 
I really like Gone Guys. He doesn't have as much power, I don't think, as a guy like Nagano. So Dana's criticism, like Tyler says here, is just, you know, he got in there and got the win. He, he was smart. He fought smart. Here's Nick. Nick, what he says, when the fire's winning, it's up to his opponent. I agree. Jorginho, he went and apologized to the fans after Marcel. He's like, I don't know what happened. I just, he couldn't pull the trigger, Marcel. He's, he's a good dude, man. Jorginho yeah, I love the guy, dude. but he had a bad yeah. fight, and he says it. I had yeah. a bad fight. I'm sorry. What, what else are you going to do? He screwed himself. I mean, he's... They're going to look at him as a gatekeeper now after this fight. They're not going to look at him as a top guy anymore. Marcel. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee, I know, I knew Dana White hated that fight. I knew he was going to hate that fight, Marcel. Um, and to be honest with you, it was, like I said, it wasn't a great card. Like there wasn't any finishes really. So Dana White's probably watching this and is like, oh man, this card stinks. And then the main event, he, he got the big boys in there. He's been hyping up gone. I think he fought smart guys. Don't get me wrong. But I, from Dana's point of view, and we talk about the, the, the analyst point of view, the fan point of view, the promoter point of view, Marcel. But from the promoter's yeah. hat, you must have hated this watching this fight. But it's stupid. It's stupid to talk shit now as a as a as a promoter about Gan. Gan is still undefeated. He won this fight. Why would you talk down on him like that? All he had to say was like, stupid. you know, get a solid performance, and you know, leave it at that. He, I wish you got the finish or something like that. Um, here's another question. Trey Wager says Tiago uh, Moises should have got the 50k bonus. The guys in Premier alone. We'll talk about him. I agree. Minutes. I, it's not flashing about solid performance today. Can your career improving his finally? I agree with that too. You know, here's the thing: they earmark two hundred thousand dollars every event for the bonuses for four bonuses, right? They only gave out three. That really ticked me off because this is very rare that this happens. The last time I think it happened was at two, UFC two hundred eight, the Durand and me home card, which was a, a uh-huh. shit card. They gave Souza a bonus, Jacare, you know, they submitted Tim Boach, and then something won fight of the night that night. But they only gave out that those bonuses. So Dana Way, I guess. Took the other 50k and went to the tables. Like, I don't get what is the, where's the other 50? <laughs> where's the other 50k go? I know they have occasionally given out an extra bonus, like on Fire Island last year, they gave it a few yeah. extra. Wait, Marcel, that might where's that money going? They, in my opinion, should have given hundred thousand dollars to Pedro Munoz. We'll talk about it in a few minutes. That's what I would have did. I just like they have did that before, Marcel. They've given double bonuses. Go ahead. Hey man, and they even uh, spare more money because Montana de la Rosa against uh, Myra. Dude, Bueno. They saved, they saved the real bonus in that fight. There's like yeah, another, there another 20k <laughs> they saved. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I always say this, man. If, if, if there was an event that kind of sucks with performances, you know, okay, give two, give two bonuses, give three bonuses. But next event, if you have like six good, uh, six good finishes or something, then also give six bonuses. You know what I mean? And sometimes uh, somebody just gets screwed out of a bonus. It's like, why? You know, this is a good finish. And then they go with somebody else who is higher on the card. That happens yeah, all here, I'm going to give you guys an example of, of like the card I was talking about that they didn't. This is the last time I think they haven't given uh, more than well, like less than four bonuses, I should say. Uh, two oh eight. This card, this was this card right here. I remember going to the bar as watch. I watched this one at the bar with my friends. I don't really watch them at the bar anymore, but I remember watching this one because we were actually excited to see Holly Holm fight. Um, but man, this that fight was terrible. And also, your girl hit her in the head after the bell at least twice, bro. <laughs> so that was you cheating. Know, she cheated, bro. She got points deducted for sure. She, that fight was true, but she still she still won. Yeah. If she didn't get the points deducted, she won. So, By the way, I, and I'm going to sound really ignorant right now. Um, when they yeah. said that she was the first black champion, that kind of like surprised me a little bit the other day on the broadcast. She, like, her, her dad is from Suriname. Oh, Suriname. Okay, cool. Me and my fiance, we were actually wondering that. So the same place as Jorzinho, actually. It seems like yeah. a lot of people go to uh, the Netherlands after. Um, but look at this card. It was a, look at the, look how shit this card was, guys. It was garbage. Decision, decision. And these cards, look yeah. at it, they're all wrestling-based fights, Marcel. 
like Islam versus Nick Lance and like Wilson Reyes. These are all like lame pre fights. Can, can you remember? I was ill as hell that week, and I stayed awake for that card because I definitely wanted to see the main event. Yeah. And it was, it was, oh man, it was so awful. And I also remember that uh, it wasn't basically the fights, but came through to that card. And I remember that they had a lot of fight announcements on this card as well. So I was making these pictures and putting them up. I was like, oh my God, man, hurry up, you know, and then the main event. Um, yeah, main event was kind of disappointing. I still think Duranda me won. If she got points deducted, she wouldn't have won, of course. But I think without the point deduction, I had a three, three to two for her. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah I mean, it, it wasn't the best the best card ever. And by the way, the randomly is a very common name in Suriname as well. There are a lot of uh, uh, Dutch um, the Dutch people, or Suriname Dutch people who live here in analysis with the name the randomly. So it's right. a very common name as well. Yeah, and like I said, you know, only three bonuses. Dustin Poirier, Jim Miller. Okay, this is a fight you guys should go back and watch because everyone's like, calf kicks are new, they're brand new. This fight is a great example of calf kicks. Jim Miller kicked Dustin Poirier in the calf in this fight. And he, he went to the majority decision with Dustin, who was a much better fighter. So that's a good fight to watch, guys, if you want to see some calf kicks. Because I remember that fight, Marcel, and I used to train at the gym. I go I went to the heavy bag the next day and just kicked the heavy bag, kicked the shit out of that heavy bag. I used to love doing that. But anyways, yeah, it was a bad card. And Anderson, by the way, I bet on him that night. He definitely lost that fight. Um, and uh, But yeah, and then Souza had the only finish. It was a garbage card. But for me, it's like I would have given Jacare 100K that night. I, I you know, reward a guy. Hey. You guys didn't do this. Look what the guy did. Like just like Munoz and Rivera, you guys didn't want to fight. To, like on this card, here's hundred thousand. I'm not saying Marcel that Gone and them didn't want to fight, but you know, for me, I would have given Gone the bonus too. By the way, um, it, but Dana obviously wasn't going to. I'm just saying if they didn't, then I would have given it to Munoz or to Moises or someone because they do give bonuses out to guys that win um, decisions once in a while. Usually for the five round decisions, though, I don't know if they've given one for like a three round decision. I, rem I remember Ferguson against Josh Thompson. Yes, that oh, he did, and you know what? He beat the crap out of him, dropped him. Yeah. I had him. I, I remember that that card because I parlayed him with Holly Holm to beat Marion Renault. Yeah, that was in San Diego, and then, then I I put the money on, and my boy Malky Kawa was trolling me on Twitter, the agent Malky Kawa, because I put <laughs> all my money on Todd Duffy to knock out Frank Mir, and Frank Mir knocked Duffy out, and like I remember, I remember that. <laughs> and Malky was, was like, "Why would you put that much money against my boy?" I definitely uh, that was stupid. I don't do stupid bets like that anymore. It was a midweek car, right? I remember. Yeah, I think it was Wednesday night or something. I, yeah. I don't bet on guys like with no chin like Todd Duffy anymore. Love you, Todd, but no. Um, Alex, he's talking about the Durami fight. Yeah, it was bad. Boring guy says he has a Munoz gone uh, ankle of parlay. Enjoy the card. Nice job, man. You know what? For sure. I mean, if you're watching a card and you're, you're winning, it definitely improves it. I was down yeah. a little bit on this card, like small, but I was down a little bit because of the Mazo fight, which we'll talk about. Um, Alex talks about uh, ankle of. Let's talk about him now. Magam Agalev wins the decision over to Keith Krylov. Uh, I mean, 29 28 is obviously the right scorecard. First round was Krylov. He was very mobile. He looked good, Marcel, but I think he kind of tired himself a little bit. And then you saw Ankalov, just the stronger guy, takes him down, kind of beats him up the last two rounds, controls him, wins a clear decision. Um, six straight wins. He calls for a top five guy. You know, I'm thinking, I know he's not the top five, but he's actually ranked seven. Volkan Uzdemir would be a great fight, I think, because I think he would push that fight. If not, the, maybe the winner of Yuri and, and Dominic. But I, I think this guy is legit. So what do you think? Yeah, the problem with Ankalov is that he would have been in a already in the Rakic kind of era right now if he didn't drop that uh, that submission loss to Paul Craig probably in his UFC debut because that is why the UFC was so hesitant in, in his second, third, and fourth booking, I think. Um, 
he, he shot, he's on the six fight win streak now, I think, with yeah, uh, two two wins over Kutelaba, the last yep. one now over over Krilov. So, I mean, I'm really high on the guy. I was already when he was at the WFCA uh, when he when he uh, came over. To he knocked out Grishin in w, WCA, right? WFCA. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was champion over there as well. I think he's a really really good fighter, really complete fighter. But uh, um, yeah, I, I like to see him against a top five guy, man. I mean, why not? I mean, the the light heavyweight division is. To me, it kind of lacks contenders right now, man. Yeah, right. Glover Teixeira is one, but he's already 42 or 43, and the UFC keeps him waiting before you know he's 56. So I don't know, man. Um, I like it. I don't know against who they maybe against the loser of Santos and uh, Rocky it would make sense. I don't know if that's a fight or maybe that's a good idea against uh, yeah against who was Anthony Smith again uh, booked again um, against Jimmy Crute maybe against the, the loser or the Here's winner the of that one. I don't know. You know again we don't so, like the rankings, but you know it's just good to look at as reference. So um, Glover obviously think of the next title shot, and then you got Sa Santos or Rocky, but I think they're probably going to fight the winner of Reyes and. Projadska probably. That's what I'm thinking. The winner of that fights that. Yeah, that's why. I was let, let, if Ankalaev, one of the losers of those two fights. Sure, but yeah. I was thinking, why not? Why not Uzdemir though? He's ranked right above Carl. It's not like he had an amazing. Well. It's not like he had an amazing performance, guys. Like he had a good performance. It wasn't amazing. He did what he had to do. Again, you know, Marcel. But to me, it was like it wasn't the. It wasn't his best. If he had knocked Krylov out, I would have said give him, you know, Dominic or Tiago Santos. But he didn't. But did you? Did go you ahead, go ahead, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Did you, did you did you expect the stoppage? I didn't. Um, I was thinking it was possible, but I not really though, to be honest, because I know Krylov's tougher than people. Think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so exactly. I think he. Yeah, but Marcel, like, it, he, like he won, but it really wasn't the most dominant performance he's had. You know, I'm not oh, saying he's true. a bad fighter, guys. I'm still very high on him, but I, I just don't think he was his greatest performance. Here's a question for you. I'm gonna we'll talk about the next fight, but anything on Demir is Magulov? You're right. He'd, a great question uh, about Tiago Moises. I mean, I keep thinking about that fight, like. I keep thinking Moises isn't good in the feet, and then he goes in there. He looks so much better in the feet. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the draw now, Mar Marcel. Okay, so I, I had a play on Bueno Silva in this fight. I, I, be yeah. I believe she won this fight, um, but the point deduction cost her the fight. That's what happened. Yeah. She would have won the fight. Um, she screwed herself, really, and she screwed me. She screwed all the people that bet on her. She was clearly a better fighter. She did way more damage. She did get taken down a couple times, Marcel, but De La Rosa did nothing with the takedowns. Um, just kind of laid and prayed. This girl did so much. The girl's eye was like, I gotta see her. Let's see if her Instagram. She updated it. But man, Mark's all like to me, like this this stupid. Uh, it's her fault. Okay, it's her fault. But don't you think the ref? Actually, you know what? I'm okay with the point deduction. Let me. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm biased because I had a bet on her. I'm okay with it because you know what? Most refs don't won't do that. I just don't like Jaron Vallel as a ref in general. I just don't think he's a good ref, Marcel. But honestly, the point deduction was warranted. So the thing is, though, I think that you can argue this girl won all three rounds. Like, it's possible, you know, because she did more damage all the rounds. How did you score? It? You had a draw, 28-28? Um, I did have 28-28, yeah. yeah. But, she screwed uh, herself. So. Yeah, by the, by the way, man, Jaron Vallal isn't great, but he's still better than Chris Cerrone. Yeah, you know what? I, I take it back. Like, like I said, guys, <laughs> honestly, I, there's so many fights where they grab the fence. They should take it away. So I'm okay with yeah. it. I'm okay with it. Re but remember it the title when, fight. When you don't get your money. <laughs> I remember the title fight between Figueredo and Perez. Figueredo yeah. grabbed the cage twice and nobody said anything, but Absolutely. it gave him a perfect position. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's, yeah. It, it's whatever. I just don't think that ref's that good. Um, I don't see any. Dave, let me take a look. I don't see if she has a busted eye or something. Yeah, she has a very big eye. I saw her talking to Dana. 
No update. Uh, Kyler says, I could see Montag getting second. I think it was the second. She had, yeah, she had some control. To me, it was, yeah, a draw, but there's no doubt Silva's the better fighter. But uh, what do you do? You do a rematch or no? Yeah, why not? Draws yeah. fucking suck, man. And definitely because he or she doesn't have to draws. give a win bonus. I hate That's what I'm saying. That's why I hate Marcel when people are like, more 10-10 rounds. You don't want draws, guys. It's, not <laughs> it's really bad for the sport. It's bad for the fighters. I'd rather see someone at least get the win bonus than no one, Marcel, honestly. Listen, if that wasn't the win bonus and you get your money uh, just on your contract without a win bonus, yeah. I wouldn't mind a draw, you know? Yeah. But if there is no win bonus... Yeah. they can keep it then i, I mind the draw of course yeah it's just unfortunate that i actually had a you know a unit on that fight and i really thought she was going to win but the point deduction was warranted so i'm okay with it marcel is what it is we move on but i'd like to see a rematch jose says good morning guys uh how good thanks man uh how good is uh mick Maynard's working with the weakest divisions flyaway like how we hit dude he's great mick's always been great I, I knew him since he was with legacy fighting championship we used to talk on twitter all the time man um, we don't talk anymore, obviously, but, uh, he, you know, he's, <laughs> we not, he actually unfollowed me, <laughs> which is hilarious, but you know, not even, I have him on Facebook more. So we, you know, mm. we're not friends by any means, but I definitely acquaintance with the guy respect his work as a matchmaker. He's, he's great. I'm sure you, you know him a little bit too from Twitter and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Back when he was with legacy where they had Derek Lewis and there's a bunch of other fighters that, that came from legacy, great fighters. Uh, Jose says it's funny how Dana didn't say shit to Izzy and Lewis. No, they didn't. And he also gave Izzy a bonus when he beat Brad Deveris in a five round fight. And he picked him apart from the outside. Just like, I, I don't get it, Marcel. I know it was like, a little bit more exciting, but really, Favorite, uh, favoritism. They love him. That's all there is. Born again, he says Glover beat Krylov 29 28. Yes, he did. That was a close fight. I watched that fight again last week. That was super close. Glover just got like a few extra positions on the ground. He's so good in the ground. Uh, what was the next fight, Marcel? Uh, um, uh, Lewis and Rivera. I mean, Jesus, what a fight! One of the best yeah, fights of the year. Fight. Huh? You like that one? Great eh? fight. Yeah, yeah, awesome fight. Yeah, me and my fiance watched this together, and she loved this fight too. Uh, it's so much fun. She's a big Pedro Munoz fan. She's Portuguese, and her brother's name is Pedro. So we always laugh when Pedro Munoz fights. And she picked against him this time. She's like, "No, I think Jimmy's a little bit too strong." That's what we thought, Marcel. But the calf kicks that we saw against Frankie, they really busted up. Um, Rivera, he couldn't move in this fight, no mobility, and uh, he just couldn't land back, which is kind of surprising, but his leg was so busted up. Great win by Pedro. I believe Pedro Munoz is the most underrated fighter in that division. He's ranked number eight. Are you fucking kidding me? How is he ranked number eight, guys? He beat Frankie, in my opinion. He also definitely beat Cody Garbrandt. We saw him knock him out. Cody's ranked number four. Frankie's number five. Why the hell is this guy ranked number eight? He's so underrated. He should be a top five guy. Um, he's only lost to really the best guys in the world. Like including Aljamain, who schooled him, but Aljamain's amazing. What's next for Pedro? Uh, Marcel, he called out TJ Dillashaw. I think that's a great fight. I would love to see that fight. What do you think? I don't think TJ is interested, but uh, I, I really like to see that fight as well. Um, man, it was just an overall great fight, man. Two two respectful guys uh, going in the cage, fighting each other, um, fighting hard. Um, very good performance by Munoz. I think Rivera did well as did also well but uh the the leg kicks the low kicks were were bad for him you know he uh he barely could stand on one of his of his legs and uh heavily influenced the fight uh very good performance by munoz and um yeah you can also argue that he actually won against frankie edgar's last fight you know so um give him tj delashaw if he wants it why not and what can tj say man he's not even ranked you know he got from a two-year suspension uh they were there, there were rumblings about tj gonna fight uriah faber yeah, let's do let's don't do that and let's go with tj against munoz 
Yeah, Munoz is great. I love him. And Tyler says he's yeah. underrated. He's super underrated. Like I said, dude, right now he's ranked below Mar- Marais, who I think – well, he's his training partner. He won't fight him, but he would knock him out quickly, I think. That would be a bad fight for Marlon Marais. Um, I think he would be – he would probably be Aldo at this point too, maybe. I think that would that would be a good fight, Marcel. Munoz versus Aldo. That's a great – who's Aldo has a matchup coming up or not? I can't remember now. No, I don't know. He, he fought Vera, but I, dude, I mean, that would be a great fight, wouldn't it? Pedro Munoz versus yeah. Aldo. That'd be a fun. The kicks, calf kick for soccer kick. <laughs> It'd be a lot of fun, <laughs> man. Um, I don't know what this is. Attack on Titan. Is that some, Is that a promotion or what is that? Attack on Titan. What, what was the question? Oh, no, no, no. It's a Japanese animated series. Never mind. He's asking you, Marcel. I thought it was like a promotion, like in Russia or something. Attack on Titan. <laughs> um, Kevin Kroom and Caceres. I'm going to get this comment from Marcus. He says, even though Caceres won, I'm puzzled by his performance. He didn't want to get the submission. Dude, I agree. He just he just fought to win, but he did what he needed to do. Kevin Kroom was another guy I thought would win um, as a dog, but you know what? He he gave us a fight, guys. He gave it a dog fight. It was a dog fight, man. They were fighting for position, but the guy gassed out really badly, and uh, Caceres was basically, I think the stat had, he stopped 15 of 16 takedowns overall, and when Kroom finally got that takedown, Marcel, he worked so hard to do. He just laid him free. He did nothing. So Caceres won that fight, obviously, guys. And uh, I thought it was a solid performance by Mar- um, by him, uh, Marcus. I mean, that's a, kind of a tough matchup against his like, greedy grinder kind of guy. I, I don't know what's next for him. What do you think? Because he's won, I think, four in a row, if I'm not mistaken. So is it time for a top 15 guy for Caceres? Like, do you think you'd get someone like someone ranked at the bottom of the top 15, Marcel? I don't know, to be honest, man. Um like I said, I expected Kroom to actually win, man. But uh, it's so hard, man. He, he he won against Roosevelt Roberts in his debut, a short notice, and that was in the first round. And uh, it's so hard to measure uh, late, uh, upcoming fights if a fight or fight wins a fight in the first round. You don't see the second and third rounds. And he was heavily gassed in that in that fight, man. And uh, I think Caceres did perfectly. The thing with Caceres is every time he gets a real step up in competition, he loses the fight. Yeah. So. Um, for me, it's very hard, but I mean, listen, man, we got uh, Thomas Almeida against uh, Sean O'Malley coming up. I mean, I wouldn't matter. Uh, it wouldn't matter to me if he wins the win, or if he fights the winner of that fight. I thought so, he's fighting uh, a featherweight now, though. Didn't he move up? I thought he's. This was a one forty. Yeah, this one. This is one forty-five. This one. Oh um, man, I, that's okay. That's okay. You know, I'm looking at. It's okay, man. Marcel. That's one of Marcel's rare uh, forgets. Oh, uh, I'm looking at the rankings. Movsar Evlov is ranked number 15. That would be a good fight because, you know, he stopped uh, 15 takedowns in this fight. I'd like to see the wrestling matched up. You don't think? I, nah, man. I think Movsar Evlov Mo- barely got by Nick Lentz. He won a split decision. It was close, Marcel. I, I, I think it was I think it was clear 29-28. Yes, I agree, but it was competitive fight against a guy who just retired. I don't know. Like, I think he's really good. That's why, you know, he's number 15 now. Um, Heck, what about Barboza? Someone suggested that. I saw someone say Barboza. I don't know if he would take that fight because he's a bit older. I don't know if he would cut to 145 to fight Caceres, but uh, it'd be a good fight too. I, and, uh, can, why, why not against, uh, for example, why not against Timur Valiev or against Julio Arce? Bro, he's up. He's at one. Uh, is uh, Valiev back at 145 now? Yeah, man. Yeah, but just you okay? Our... You're confusing me, Marcel. <laughs> Valiev just fought Jones at 140, 135, 140 or something, right? He's back at 145. Yeah, but, but his last fight was 145. That's right. right? Okay, how about Shane Burgos then versus Al Caceres? Where was Shane Burgos, number 12? I don't do you, I, I think Shane Burgos deserves a better better fighter than Alex Caceres, to be really honest. Bro, he's won. He has so many wins now. He's got five, four straight wins, five of six. Yeah, but, but against, but against yeah, who? That's true. No, I agree with that too. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he might get a top 15 guy, but if he doesn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Okay, uh, let's go to the prelims, Marcel. 
what's what's the next one up here? Uh, let's see. The next fight. Moises. Yeah, Moises. He looked good, man. He did the thing we need to do. Hernandez is kind of overrated at this point, you know. And you're right. <laughs> the, like you said last with the fluke with Darius. I watched the fight again just to see if you were right. You're probably right, <laughs> just so you know. But this guy, I don't get him. I just don't understand him, man. He just it was a he had this weird ass stance, by the way. He's like bent halfway forward. I don't understand. He's getting boxed up. Moises looked good. Uh, his takedown defense on point and his striking's really good now. He beat Bobby Green, beats Hernandez. He's a guy that probably could get a top fifteen guy um, yeah. soon. You saw what Hernandez Hernandez posted after the no. Fight. Uh, what he said, he it's thought he won. He said, um, watch the fight without the commentary and tell me I didn't want two and a half rounds of the three. I think he won, I think, one round, maybe. I can't. Yeah, I have the to first. Look. Maybe the first. Yeah, yeah. Like, 50. he won probably the first. I can't remember. I had to walk back and watch. Moises won the fight, so whatever. Yeah. Um, and he looked good. You know, and it's weird. It's funny because I remember last week when I was looking at these odds, and that was one that stuck out to me first. And then I went back and watched it. It's like, I didn't like what I saw, but he's improved. He's got better. So the tape kind of lies because he's actually getting better, Marcel. He's only 25 years old. So I thought he looked um, really good. And someone said earlier that maybe he should have got a bonus. I think that would have been fine too. And uh, Jose says, do you know how many times they get tested? And, and Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Marcel. Go ahead. You know say? what? Let Alex Caceres give him Lerone Murphy. Lerone Murphy? That's a great fight. I would love this. Great fight. Great fight. Jose says, uh, and put it on Fight Island. That'd be fun. Uh, how many yeah. times uh, fighters get tested in Vegas cards? Uh, crazy. You to come back. They pause, I think, three times, I think, or something. Four times? Like, there's a there's, there was a image that was released a few months ago. It showed like where they get tested. They get tested even more on Fire Island, but in Vegas they do get yeah. tested. People can all also think about you. Also have a lot of false positives, you know. Yes. And if you have a false positive, they can't. They're not going to take any chance, you know. Yeah, exactly. So you just they can't. Can. Fight if it's close. Two fighters fight. infected in the cage with referee everything. Yeah, yeah it's for sure. Uh, Boring game, by the way. Said Munoz should have called a Cody or Font. Yeah, I mean Font's another guy, number three in the world, and he doesn't get taught. He's actually, you know what? He might be the most underrated guy, Rob Font, because he really is ranked number three, and no one talks about Rob Font. Okay, this next fight, Mar Marcel Mazzo, terrible, terrible performance by her in this fight. Yeah. She looked good for about two minutes. She was kicking um, Davis. Like, she caught the kick, took her down, and once the fight went to the ground, this girl was completely out of her element. Just Davis kind of stayed in side control. Second round, she kind of outstruck her. She, the old vet had some tricks up her sleeve. I'm just disappointed by Mazzo. She just didn't look good at all in this fight. What did you think of this performance? Man, I picked Mazo to win this fight before, and uh, I thought like, hey, man, I have I, I did had a good pick, you know, first one and a half, two minutes, I think, oh, nice. And then I saw Davis taking her down, and she didn't come out. I was like, fuck, uh, she's not going to go any, and she, Davis going to grind this out, you know. Uh, uh, we all know how Davis fights. She's tough, and um, when she found, finds a way to win the fight, she will win the fight in that way, you know. So yeah. uh, I knew Second round, when she got taken down again, it's over. You know, yeah, she's not. Yeah. Gonna, not going to win this. So good yeah. performance by Davis. Man, she came back to 135. Right, Mazo was her debut at 135 in the UFC, uh, coming up from 125. So um, for Davis, a good a good win, I think, against uh, a young prospect as, like Mazo. And uh, for Mazo, it's, it's a pretty it's a setback in my opinion. You know, it's uh, it's not a good one. Uh, we saw Mazo is good on the is good uh, stand up, but the ground game is still not very good. We also saw that against uh, Marina Moroz, I think, a, a few fights ago. So um, yeah, I, I wonder what they're gonna do with Mazo right now. They're probably gonna give her a below top 15 girl, and they're trying to build her up again. Uh, for Davis. 
Uh, I see Davis not more. I, she's probably getting. Uh, she will be a top, top ten, top fifteen ish in the bantamweight division again. I don't see her getting to making that run to the top top five again. Sorry, I know it's your country woman, but uh, that's no. I, I agree with you, dude. I thought she would not before this fight. She looked good in this fight. I gotta yeah. give her credit, man. I was wrong about. Okay. You know what's funny, right? Like I was so hard on myself after this one because I, you know, I'm, I'm recommending people to, to bet on people. Like I want to get these right. I'm so hard on myself and. My uh, fiance is like Adam. She's like, if you the nine fights, you you got like seven like bang on in your breakdowns. Like you really broke them down. And then this fight was one you just didn't get. I was like, you're right. So and the and the Hernandez one, I got pretty much I pretty much broke down everything else really well. But those two fights, I just didn't break down well. Um, I just didn't give Davis enough credit with the grappling. Obviously, listen, I've 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 been so successful Marcel with her fights in the past, picking them correctly and over the years, and I just got this one wrong. You know, Marzo just pardon. It happens, man. Yeah, I know. Maslow's just not as good. She's not as ready as I thought she is. I think she still can be good. But, you know, I'm, I'd like to see her fight a step down, Marcel. And looking at the rankings, um, 135, you know, someone a little bit lower ranked. I don't know. Uh, uh, Bayam Malecki or something like that. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, Penny, Penny Kanzad? Penny Kanzad? Would that be a good Penny, thing? Penny makes like sense. Like a boxer, yeah, someone like that would stand and trade with her a little bit, you know? So it was uh, one thirty-five right now again, right? Um, may, may, uh, maybe the the loser of Avila against Stoliarenko. Yeah, yeah, sure, that's so. fine too. Um, th those are fine with me. Or even someone like that's like really low down, Marcel, like Sarah Alper, yeah. like really low down the range, just to build this girl's confidence. Because to me, she looked like she lost her confidence after she got taken down. Yeah. And straight wager said for the for the testing comment, he's like, it's not like the fighters don't walk around Vegas. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And I appreciate that, man. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that, bro. Uh, next fight, Marcel. Uh, Ronnie Lawrence. This is when I got bang on. This guy's incredible. Uh, mm -hmm. You saw it in the Contender Series, Marcel. You saw it on, in this fight. He got the only finish on the card, got his bonus. You know, he looked amazing, man. Uh, the takedowns were there. Uh, his stand-up looked a lot better, too. Because Cheryl had some nice uh, moments at times. But overall, it was all Ronnie Lawrence. He looked amazing, Marcel. I, I think this guy can make a run for the top 15. He's kind of like Marab a little bit. But I think he's even, like... He he even he works a little bit more on the ground. Like he's able to get you there, but he, he moves to different positions a little better. What do you think? Yeah, completely overmatched here. I think um, that's what I actually expected. What you expected as well. Because yeah. sure was a good fighter. Don't get me wrong, but Ronnie Lawrence he has something special, you know. Yep. And uh, he did very well. Um, controlled the fight. Uh, was aggra aggressive in his in his ground game, I think as well. And uh, he got the finish late in the third round. So great debut, you know. One of the better performances last Saturday night. And uh, I'm looking forward to his second fight in the UFC. It was very promising in the contender series. Well, great debut. Let's see what he can do further in the division. And uh, the last fight here, Maxine Grisha and Justin Jaco Dusty Jacoby. <laughs> um, we got to talk about this one, guys, because Marcel thinks uh, Grisha won. I kind of tend to agree with him, to be honest with you, especially after looking at the stats. He dropped Jacoby twice in this fight, Marcel, by the way. He also had two knockdowns. So, yeah, I mean, the third – okay, so first round – Grisha won the first round. Like, he was – Jacoby was doing well, and then he got dropped Most at the end of the round. Most clear round. Yes, for sure. Grisha won. Second round, Jacoby won that round. Third round is mm -hmm. what it comes down to. Jacoby did have more calf kicks. He did, and the judges are, I think, in love with him. I think everyone is. But I thought Grisha landed harder punches. I think he did a little bit more explosive uh, movements in that in that third round. So I I would have given to him. But you know, it was such a close fight. I did pick Jacoby. I was kind of hoping we get it. But yeah, I had a Grisha twenty nine twenty two. Just being completely honest. Um, but it was it was close for so could Honestly, it could have went either way. But I, I was expecting a split decision. I was kind of surprised it was unanimous. What did you think? 
Yeah, I'm not going to shout robbery, but I think I, I don't see how you can give uh, Jacoby round one or round three. I think Christian won round one and he did more damage in round three. You can yeah. give a lot of leg kicks or low kicks, but if the damage is more significant that the opponent landed, I think you have to give it to Grishin, you know? So that's why I had him round one or round three. I was kind of surprised, to be honest. I thought it would be definitely be a split decision because um, always one referee fucks up, you know? But, um, or judge, sorry. But uh, all, all three for Jacoby, pretty weird to me, to be honest. But um, I had a progression. I thought he won 29-28, didn't got it. So, uh, yeah, what, what can you say else? You know, I think uh, it was uh, some people thought uh, Jacoby won, some people thought Grishin won. I think I saw, I saw it the right way, but uh, people will disagree with it, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a close fight. But I think he landed the harder punches and – we're talking about damage. That's how it seems to be scored on. The kicks did a lot of damage too, though. So it was close. Anything else from this card? Or can we can move on now. We can move on, I think. Peace to that card. Okay, Marcel, let's talk about uh, Masvidal. I'm going to pull up an article here that I wrote yesterday. Yeah. He had an interview with uh, Boxing Express or something. He did uh, commentary for the Canelo fight, I believe. Canelo mm-hmm. knocked that guy. I didn't, or he finished him via like uh, uh, retirement i think in the third round i didn't watch the fight heard about it though he just beat the crap out of that dude he was like minus 5,000 favorite masvidal confirms kamaru usman ufc title fight targeted for september wants future big tays in boxing i'm gonna read the quotes here here's the the interview he said right now i'm focused on me fighting for the belt which is going to be in august or september actually september we just got word on this so you're like the second person that actually knows right now that's just how luck works man a lot of mma media sites are going to be mad i dropped it on to you uh, two on yours first Boxing of all people. They're going to call me a traitor, but that's all I'm worried about. And then he said, I love boxing. Boxing gives me uh, paychecks. You know what I mean? They pay out more. So basically he was saying, like, he's going to do this fight. He wants it uh, with Usman. They all want it because of the money. But he wants to do boxing in the future. That's essentially what he said. But he's saying that they're going to fight Usman in September, which is six months away. So are they going to be on the Ultimate Fighter as coaches? Are they doing a live season of the Ultimate Fighter? That's what I'm thinking they're doing. They must be doing a live season. What do you think? Yeah, that's most likely, you yeah. know, that if that fight is going to be in September or in October, then it will be a, a ultimate fighter season. But, um, man, I don't believe anything until it gets confirmed. The, the, with Masvidal, you know, I saw so many rumblings with Masvidal the, the latest uh, few months. Nothing came to fruition, you know. So, uh, and I haven't heard, heard Usman or his management about this fight yet, or that that he that he confirmed it or anything. So let me see. Let me see first the confirmation from the Usman side before I uh, get uh, uh, get not even hyped. I'm not even hyped about this fight, man. I, I, I think, it's think it's happening, bro. I, think, I mean, I yeah, I know, but it's so yeah. super super unnecessary. So I mean, we don't need this this fight again, in my opinion. But it's gonna happen. I know it's gonna happen. Yeah, and, you know, he's going to have a full camp. But, like, I, okay, what about the Ultimate Fighter, though? Do you think they're going to do a live season? That's, not, that's what I think is happening because he said it's going to happen in the summer. They do 12 weeks of the show, and then they fight in September, right? That makes sense, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, true. Uh, but, by the way, yeah, true. But, by the way, it's, it's, it's crap he's having a full camp. He had a full camp, man. He just got a he, – he took the short notice fight, but he wasn't training all the time for Usman, man. It, it's such a – Weird kind of thing, you know. Uh, I know it's going to happen. I, I don't hate Masvidal or whatever. I actually like to do it, but I don't think uh, he should fight for a belt right now. Yep. So I think it's going to happen, guys. I'm not excited really necessarily about this fight, <laughs> necessarily. Uh, because, you know, he hasn't fought since they fought. He hasn't got a win. If he had gotten a win over, like, even Woodley, I would have been like, all right, at least he's got a win now, Marcel. He lost the That's- fight. 
Let's put it this way. I'm more excited for Nunez against Anderson upcoming wow. Saturday. I mean, I would give Maswell a much better chance against Usman to win. But, uh, yeah. Mm. What's Cameron talking about? The, you're talking about Jacoby and Grisha. You're talking about Usman Maswell because Usman Maswell wasn't good. You're right. I agree. And Borges says bad precedent. Yeah. I don't know if he ducked Colby. I don't know what happened there. I think the plan was to do Colby and Maswell on, on the Ultimate Fighter originally, and they just changed their mind, and now they're going to do Usman versus Maswell. That's what I think. I'm not sure what the Ultimate Fighter that, – but that's – it makes sense to me, Marcel. They keep teasing the, the comeback, and well, that would be a big – it's so it's so dumb that they uh, talk keep talking about that ultimate fighter because then we get this fight so we have to plan it like in October or September because we want to do the ultimate fighter first. I'm like, listen, man, the ultimate fighter is fun, but do we really have to wait for a certain fight because you want to do the ultimate fighter first, man? I hate Maybe. that too. Yeah, yeah, I hate it too. That's the and. Half the time, guys, I don't want to jinx anything, but half the time these fights get canceled after the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Like <laughs> ADS and Brock Lesnar, I want to see that fight. That would have been a good one. Artis Liddell 3. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, if you just go through, yeah, Chuck Liddell, because he fought Rich Franklin after in, in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. um, let's go to your page, Marcel. Let's, let's pull up Mr. Marcel's page. We'll go through a few fights here. We can't go in depth, obviously, guys. We'll pull up some fight announcements. Oh, well, I'll take this comment. Nick says, people think Gilbert stunned Eastman with shots that Jorge can KO him. Power's not comparable. You know, honestly, I was dumb and picked uh, Maswell the first time because I thought he could catch Usman. Even with the camp, I can't. I'm not picking against Usman. I'm not picking anyone against Usman. So it doesn't matter who it's going to be. Um, you know, I'll look into that fight again, but I there was not much to take away from Usman's performance or um, Maswell's performance. He landed like a couple kicks, I think, and that's it. Carwin Murray Nelson. Did, yeah, they did coach tough. Man, that was going to be a fun fight. I think a lot of people were really just because it was a fun fight between two bombers. Okay, we'll go to your page rumors. So, but some of these I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll tell you the ones we'll talk about, okay? Because some of them aren't that great. This fight, Alan Bado, Rodrigo Nascimento. We'll pass on that one. This fight we got to talk about Yan Jinan against Carlos Barza. I'm surprised it's not in the same card as Rose and Zhang. I thought that it would be a, as a, insurance. So, are they going to put Tatiana on that card or something? Like, I don't know what's. Just in case someone gets hurt, right? Because it could happen, or Rose pulls out, like it's possible. Um, yeah, I, I love this fight though. Definitely number one contender fight. Winner gets a title shot, hundred percent. Love the matchup, Marcel. I definitely favor Yan, um, but Carlos looked great. So, what do you think? Yeah, it's uh, almost a classic uh, stand-up fighter against a grappler, right? Uh, we got uh, Yan Jonan who yep. loves to stand and fight, uh, kickboxing. Uh, Carlos Paz, a heavy wrestler. Um, Thing is, man, Carla Esparza, she is uh, like the, the 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 spoiler for all the new talent in the division. You know, she she grinds hard on them and uh, she wins a lot of close decisions. So um, I don't know, man. I think if she can get Yan uh, Jonan to the ground, I think Yan Jonan will be in trouble against Esparza. You know, if she doesn't get her to the ground, Yan will win. If she, it's it's basically like this. If Esparza gets her to the ground, she will win the fight. If she doesn't, uh, Yan will win the fight. But it's definitely a number one contender fight. Winner of this fight should fight for the title next. Yeah. And Cameron, you were talking about Jacoby Grisham. Yeah, my bad. Although Usman Maslow wasn't very good either. Uh, love this fight. Don't want to get into it too much, but I really am high on Brandon Allen. Hopefully he can bounce back. Listen, man, he had a tough fight against Sean Strickland, who I think the world of, so that's a tough fight. Scott Holtzman, Matias Garrett. I like this matchup, Marcel. That's a good, fun fight. Uh, two tough guys. Scott Holtzman, very, very strong, durable guy. Gamrot, you know, the fight with uh, Kutataladze, could've, he could have won that fight, Marcel. So what do you think of this fight? 
Yeah, it's a good fight, man. We all know Holtzman comes uh, full blast all the time. Uh, loves to stand and bang. Uh, Mateusz Gamrot, um, great fighter. One of the best signings last year from the UFC. Uh, lost his debut, close split decision against Kutata Latsa, like you said. Was a fight of the night performance, by the way. So, uh, mostly, if you lose your debut, lose a fight of the night performance. Because then you still uh, show your skills, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think... Uh, I think Gamrot uh, will do probably probably pretty well in this fight, man. He's a very good fighter. Um, let's see what happens, man. You don't want to give me give me my pick, so I won't. But uh, you you oh. you see where I'm getting to. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, we, we don't like giving picks so far in advance, Marcel. We like to, we can give like some leans though. Uh, yeah. Boring as he likes Rodrigo Nascimento. Me too. I just we only have ten minutes left. So I can't talk about every fight. Marcus says, "What do you think of Wonder Boy and Covington?" I think they're going to do uh, Covington versus Burns, I believe, right? That's going to be the fight. Um, Wonder Boy, I don't know. I mean, I think you, I think you could have given him the title shot because it was a new, my, it was a new fight. I wanted to see a new fight, a new matchup, a new style master matchup, but they chose to go with Masvidal. I'm not sure where Wonder Boy goes next. Here's the thing: he, like, yeah, he's great, but he beat Neil and um, Luke. They're not ranked in the top five, so I'm not I, sure. I like Wonder, Wonder Boy against uh, Michael Chiesa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's another fight. Sure, I don't. Listen, he wants a top guy. He's 38 years old. Maybe they'll they'll give him a uh, you know like Covington, but I don't I don't think so. Tyler says uh, Yang, Wheelie, and China would be wild. I'm I think the plan are those those fights are not happening in Asia though, right? Right now, as of yet, like I believe they're just it's TBA TBD. So um, yeah, but la but later he means if uh, Yang wins against Esparza. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what am I talking about? Yeah, Tyler, 100. They want to do that. They want to do that. Uh, yes, I forgot about Edwards. Man, Edwards and Bilal. Yeah, 100%. I, I'm sorry I forgot about Edwards. The guy, he never fights though, so you can, you know, he hasn't fought in two years almost, Marcel. Yeah. Got a few minutes left. Uh, Courtney Casey, JJ Aldridge. I didn't even know, by the way, I should have known this, that her and uh, um, Drakkar close are close. Or like, yeah. uh, I guess they're they're together, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and he's fighting Stevens, which we'll talk about here. Man, what a fight, eh? I'm just uh, surprised it's so far away. I guess he has a tough weight cut. He must have a tough weight cut to 155 because he, you know, he was supposed to fight in the last card, Marcel, against Pena. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they're going to do with Pena. He might be staying ready for a short notice fight because remember how bad he wanted to fight. Uh, I like this matchup. Steven's going back to 155. What do you think of that? Uh, by the way, what about Caceres against Pena? Battle of the Froze. And I'm just kidding. Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, I, I think uh, this this fight is a fun fight, man. I mean, uh, close, like I said, he's very basic, but he's basically very good. You know, he he does his he does his uh, fighting very good, in my opinion. And Stevens, Stevens always got that that grit, that that heart, that the punch, that the, the knockout power where he's going after you. But I don't know, man. Stevens, uh, he, he's a hit or miss all the time in the UFC, man. Sometimes he does very well, and then the other fight he. Uh, just lacks uh, technique in a certain fight uh, with his opponent. So for me, it's it's hard to pay, man. Do I go with the younger guy or do I go with the veteran here? I don't know yet, but uh, that makes sense because you don't want to give me my pick yet. So, yeah. Uh, we don't like giving picks, Marcel, this far in advance. I really want to wait till fight week. I know. Uh, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. You're the man, Marcel. Christian Aguilera, Carlton Harris. Um, it's, I, I like Christian. I'll, I'll have to look at this guy. I don't know enough about him, but we have to uh, get to this fight here. Impa Kasagne versus Sasha Palatnikov. Dude, I love this fight. Um, Impa, you know, he's coming off the top loss, but man, he, he, you know, he's a good loser. You know, he was super congratulatory to Buckley for the knockout. He never made an excuse for it. He said, I got caught. It happens. Dropping down now, Marcel, to, uh, I, I believe, right to 170. 
against yeah. uh, Sasha, who's coming off that great win over, I think, uh, the Cossie kid, or Ryan yeah. Cossie, is that his name? Uh, Louis Cossie, Louis Cossie. Um, yeah, I love this fight, Marcel. What do you think? Yeah, it's uh, it's an intriguing matchup, man. I really like Empire. I think he's a great fighter. He got caught against Buckley, but uh, he looked good in his contender series fights. He looked good in his uh, debut against Maki Pitolo. Um, Poletnikov, I was kind of on the fence with him signing with the UFC. I know he came from the UA Warriors, but uh, his record didn't look that great. But man, he put it on against Louis Cosi and uh, he, he won that fight uh, in the yep. third round, I think. Yep. Tokyo was also a fight of the night. Yep. Uh, it was the very first fight of that night, so that's very impressive to get a fight of the night bonus. Um, yeah, I, I look forward to this fight. I think it will be a fun fight, probably yep. a lot of stand-up we're going to see in this fight. Uh, overall, a great fight, man. Great, greatly put together by the UFC. Absolutely. And this the last fight, the Stevens fight, uh, Daniel had some... Uh... <laughs> some negative comments about Stevens. Yeah, I mean, we'll see because the last fight against Catter was absolutely brutal where he got KO with that elbow. It was so nasty and he's getting up there in age. He's had like 30-something fights, I think, in the UFC. So, yeah. yeah. I, Stevens is a beast, man. He's been in the UFC since 2007. He's been in the UFC for 14 years, guys. you got to respect that, Marcel. That's a long time fighting the toughest guys in the world. He's a tough dude. Marcus, congrats to Adam on BJ Penn promotion. Thanks, Marcus. I love Adam and Marcel doing the show together. Me too. Again, nice, we're gonna we're gonna miss Cole, man. We're really gonna miss Cole on the show. He like you guys we talked about in the beginning, but we're gonna miss him here. Um he's still gonna jump in hopefully occasionally. I'm sure he's gonna jump in the chat whenever he can too. But yes, Marcel and me will be doing the podcast going forward. Just a couple more fights, Marcel, and then we'll get out of here. Um yeah. Felipe Clara, Felipe Klaus versus Jody Newsom, who I, I think is pretty good. Andrea Lee versus Antonio Shevchenko. Davidson Figueroa, Brandon Miller, that's official now. Guys, that's a, that's going to be official over June 12th. That's so far away. I don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> Charles Jordan, Marcelo Rojo, two weeks from now. That's a short notice fight. Danny's Bondar versus Victor Aguirre, short notice. Uh, I talked about this last week, Strickland and, and Jocko. So that's it for that. Um, all right, guys. I got five minutes left, so throw some questions out there. Let's answer them for five minutes. Nick Wesley says, uh, thanks, boys. Have a great day. You too, man. But we got five minutes left. You guys want to answer some questions. Um, but... To t- uh, just to recap what we talked about at the beginning of the show, if people weren't here, podcast times changing going forward, I, either next week or the week after, and I'll let you guys know by Thursday to 4 p.m. Eastern time going forward. And Marcel's going to be doing it Monday and Tuesday. Cole's going to jump on when he can, but you know Cole's got a lot going on now. You know, Before we started the, this podcast, Marcel, Cole didn't have the BJ Penn podcast. Uh, okay. And now he has the podcast, you know, and he's killing it. Look at his – I'm going to give Cole – let's give Cole some love here, man. Let's do it for sure. For sure, love this kid, dude. He, he really is one of the hardest working guys in the business right now. He reminds me of myself, man. He's very um motivated, you know. Where's it? Here we go. Give you some love, Cole. I want more people to listen to this guy's show. Real, I really do because he does such great interviews. And this is what he's got coming up this week the 30th episode of Just Scrap Radio on BJ Penn goes live tomorrow ahead of 259. Look at he's got Blahovitz, Dober, Kenny, Phillips, Elliot. That, like, that could be five winners right there too, potentially. So, yeah, that's awesome, man. But yeah, Cole is awesome, and you know, hopefully, you could jump in. Uh, any, any guys, any questions? We always get questions during the show, and now we got five minutes left, Marcel. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like anything else you want to say, Marcel? Like, I know you're excited about. Yeah, we, I mean, uh, I really don't want to plug anything, but uh, yeah, you should. Please plug yourself. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we broke some uh, some nice Bellator fight news. I think uh, two fights. We broke uh, April second. Uh, you get uh, Magomed Magomedov fighting Jared Scogans, and on uh, May seven uh, you get uh, Patchy Mix fighting uh, James Gallagher. So uh, I think those are two two pretty big fights. I think in the bantamweight division. So um, right. yeah, I wanted to say that. Uh, that's basically what I want to say. What do you think about those matchups, uh, Adam? Uh, I, I have to look into them more myself, but I do like that uh, bantamweight fight. That's a fun one for sure. Nice job breaking those news. And Tyler's uh, thoughts on the consistent five-pound weight misses. I think your guys are cheating, trying to gain an advantage to hold the guys down. I want to plug some stuff too, actually. This is a good opportunity because I feel like we're always talking about stuff. Let me plug some stuff here. This is a new <laughs> website I'm bringing for, guys. It's called Elite Sports Betting. This is the website right here. Now, it is a uh, subscription website. I think it's 20 bucks, but you get everything when you join this website. Um, my And also the Daily Fantasy as well. I'm going to go to there right now. So my, my, I had my article on MMA. I'll pull it up here for you guys. It's behind a paywall, but the, the, it's over now, so it doesn't matter. Here's my preview, guys. I'm going to show you what I did for this card um, last week. And, and it's not like you know my picks were all correct, but you guys can see how much work I put into this. Every single fight, Marcel, I went in-depth in. Every fight. Every fight, dude. That's what I'm doing here for these guys. I'm I'm doing in-depth, super in-depth breakdowns for every single fight. That's what you get when you go there. So, you know, you guys know how much writing I do. Otherwise, I'd love to see some more people subscribe to this, man. It'd be sweet. So love doing it for them. Um, collect some other stuff here, Marcel, MAOddsbreaker.com. The home of the podcast, and I'm continuing to stay at Oddsbreaker. I talked to Nick, and we're so happy. We still got the podcast. I'm going to see if we can do about the artwork. Maybe we can get something updated to have your name on too. I'm going to see what we can do, Marcel, you know, if, even if we have to pay for it, get someone to do it. Um, because if you're going to come on full-time, I'd love to see that. So we like that. And then staff picks, Marcel is in first place still. EJPen.com, I'm going to plug this to you guys. Brian is first place, man. <laughs> is he, Brian's doing well, man. I talked to Brian yesterday. Yeah. So, um, EJPen.com. And, uh, yeah, this is going to be the new home. And Tom, you know, Tom worked there. Tom did this. Five years, five years he was there as the full-time guy. And yes, I'm actually going to be working uh, Monday, Marcel, um, to Sunday, actually, because I'm going to be, or sorry, I'm taking, Saturday I don't work, obviously, um, there, but uh, to watch the card. But yeah, I'm going to still work Sunday, too. So for now, if that comes too much for my kids born, maybe that'll change. But I love the Monday to Friday. I'm very, I'm very blessed, man, very happy about this. So all those places, and then I got some other places, I got some other things in the work, too, which is crazy. So things are going really well for me. Um, things are going well for Marcel now, better now. I hope Marcel, after we got you on here, um, mm -hmm, I know sure. you already like doing it, but hopefully you like it better now, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. And we'll take these last two questions guys and then we'll get out of here. Tyler says, what's the best way to watch ACA events? What is it? Yeah, man. Just, uh, it's like, I think it's like uh, $3 or something. You can watch it. Uh, you can, uh, Go to the pay-per-view page of them, uh, choose buy, uh, and, and, and you, you can just fill in the form and anything, and you can uh, you get the code and you can watch it, man. It's, it's the most easy way. And you can watch it back as well. If you are two hours too late to watch it and you're going to start, you can go two hours back and you can start from the beginning. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, and then last, oh, this is the last question we'll take, but I can't answer it now because we're going to talk about that tomorrow, 10 a.m. Cole Shelton joins me on the UFC 259 Breakdown. Cole will be doing the breakdown with me tomorrow. I'm so excited about it. Uh, and we'll talk about then. Anything else you want to plug myself before we get out of here? No, I want to thank you for having me again. Um, of course, man. MMA DNA, my guys and uh, my colleagues over there. Um, thank you, everything. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Big Marcel 24 Thank you so much.
yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter at MMAdamMartin. I'm always there. And, uh, yeah, all those places. And I'll be back at 10 a.m. tomorrow. But, again, this is the last week at 10 a.m. Um, Dale says you missed the live show. Yeah, listen back, man. There's some news in the beginning you want, you want to hear. Tyler says, uh, good show, guys. Glad you're on the board going for Marcel. Me too, man. Like I said, Marcel's great. Brings so much insight. You know, he's got great picks every week. Um, and he likes to troll people like Cole too. So he's a great guy and, and we're <laughs> glad to have him here. And, uh, you know, the listenership's definitely gone up a little bit since you've come on, Marcel, for sure. you got your, your audience coming in. They all respect you. So excited about that. All right, guys, I'll be back 10 a.m. tomorrow.